Hey creators, welcome to the Creators Corner, the number one place to get creative, get strategic and to get results. I am your host, creator coach, Jade Beeson. And today I'm gonna talk to you about four hacks which helped me scale to multiple six figures. Now, in case you don't know what I mean by scaling to multiple six figures, I'm referring to the amount of money that my business has been able to make over the span of 12 months. So for example, last year in 2022, my business made just shy of 300,000 pounds. Everything's in pounds because I am British. So it made just shy of 300,000 pounds. And I was able to do that because I used these four tactics that I'm about to share with you. So if you are someone who is a content creator, an entrepreneur, a business owner, I really recommend that you listen and stick with me throughout this episode because these tactics are incredibly powerful um I literally swear by them and even if you've heard one of them before you may not have heard someone speak about them in the way that I'm about to so let's just dive right in and talk about the four hacks and tactics that I use to scale to multiple six figures which will also help you do the same all right so number one guys hiring someone who is either smarter or quicker than you So a lot of people talk about hiring, right? And there are so many do's and don'ts around hiring someone for your team. Trust me, I've done it the right way. I've done it the wrong way. I've done it all the ways, okay? I'm currently in the process actually of hiring my first full-time employee. How excited for my business. So I've I've been around the block with this. I've listened to a lot of content regarding it. And, you know, I've tried out a bunch of different tactics when it comes to this specific task. Now, the thing what I've found the most effective for me when it comes to hiring someone as a creator or an entrepreneur is that they either need to be smarter or they need to be quicker. You don't always have to have someone who could do both. And I think a huge misconception is that people often think that everyone they hire needs to be smarter than them. And what this can result in is you hiring a very expensive, very senior person for your business sooner than you actually need them. Do not get me wrong, hiring a CMO, a chief marketing officer, or a CEO even, a, you know, a chief executive officer, hiring these C-suite executives with loads of experience and who therefore require a very substantial paycheck is definitely a valuable thing for you to do for your business, but it is incredibly important that you hire them at the right time. For a lot of you guys listening to this and for me over this past year, it has not been the right time for me to make that hire by any means. In fact, what I needed was more lower level support for people to do jobs that either I was not that great at or that it took me too long to do, okay? So an example of this, I have a video editor who actually also edits my podcast episodes, shout out to Jamie. Um, And he was the first hire that I actually made for my business and also the most significant because whilst I can edit videos, I can edit podcast episodes, it takes me forever. It could take four to eight hours for me to edit one YouTube video. Jamie turns them around in like an hour flat. It is absolutely phenomenal. I have no idea how he does it, right? So I was able to identify the fact that there was a task within my business that was taking me a long time, but not only that, there was someone out there in the world who could do it faster than me. So therefore I found them, I hired them, and we have been working together 
um, consistently ever since. Now, the other side of the coin is when you hire someone who is smarter than you. So remember that I'm not just referring to someone who has tons of experience and they're C-suite and therefore very expensive, but I'm also talking about people who can do certain tasks at a higher quality and standard that you can. Now, my video editor is another example of this, right? Because he can edit videos a lot better than I can. But also my marketing VA, Jess, she is a very, very talented copywriter. I do not like writing. I'm not very good at it. It takes me a while. I can write a good piece of content, but it will take me a long time to get there and it will not be anywhere near as good as what Jess would have written in half the amount of time. So therefore, that is another example of me hiring someone who is smarter than me. No, I didn't hire like a C-suite executive, I instead, I hired someone who could do a specific task a lot better than I can. Now, these two hires were incredibly important to me when I was trying to scale because I cannot do everything and I can't do everything as well as others can. So by making those two simple hires, and bear in mind, I have other people who I work with, but if just focusing on these two people for now, I was able to give myself significantly more time back in my schedule and I was also able to increase the quality of the content that I was sharing. So it really had a huge impact on how my business was being run, but also on the outputs of my business too. So hiring correctly, ideally someone who's smarter or faster at completing tasks than you or both, is super important when it comes to scaling your business. So the next thing that really, really helped me scale, probably one of the most important things actually, is that I changed my business model. So I went from a one-to-one -one business model to a one-to-many. What this basically means is that I went from offering products and services on a one-to-one -one basis. So me creating an audit of one person's Instagram channel or me jumping on an hour long call with one person or me coaching one person for a couple of months. I moved from that being my main kind of services that I offered to one-to-many, which meant that I was now creating programs which would allow me to coach multiple people at the same time. And what this essentially allowed me to do was massively increase the amount of people who I was helping, increase my client base, whilst also reducing the amount of time that I had to spend on coaching. So this is a far more scalable business model, as I'm sure you can imagine, because at one point in my business, I would be completely flat out working 12 hour days. I mean, I still do that now, I'm not gonna lie to you, but uh, in the beginning, I was working 12 hour plus days um, and I was absolutely flat out. And then when I transitioned to one to many, and I'll give you examples of how I did that in a moment, I was still working 12 hour days, but I was making three times more money. So whilst I was still working a lot, that was kind of my fault. I just am a bit of a workaholic. I was actually able to make a lot more money because I was working with a lot more people. But even more significant than that, I was having a far greater impact because I was able to work with more people, help more people reach their goals. And also in many group formats that I'll talk to you about in a moment, people actually find them a lot more useful. So it was a huge decision for my business. It required a lot of work, but my God, was it the right thing to do? Now, if you're wondering how I actually did that, how did I make that transition? Well, I worked on a couple of different programs, which are my kind of flagship one-to-many programs. So one of them is my Creators Club, which is for beginner content creators. It helps you grow on social media and it helps you land your first paid brand partnership, etc. Now, that club is one to many because it has hundreds of people inside it every single month. When I do Q and A's and stuff like that, it's to a huge group of people. It is not on a one-to-one -one basis. It's me 
too many. So one to many. I then also worked on Creator Income Academy, which I launched um, only about six months ago. And that is like my advanced offering. So it's for people who graduated from the Creator Club and who are a bit more intermediate advanced. They're really looking to scale and make $5,000 months consistently. So for those people, I created the Creator Income Academy. And that is a lot more personal. You receive a lot more coaching, but it is group coaching. So yes, I coach them every week, but in those sessions, I'm still speaking to people one-on-one, but it's in one big group session. So again, it's one to many. There's also other things I did. I have a course for businesses as well. And again, that's one to many. So I just had to work on developing those programs, which requires a lot of time. Like I cannot stress how much time these things require to create because you really have to do a lot of upfront work. But I did benefit from the fact that I'd been doing one-to-one coaching up until that point. So I had a lot of insight as to what my clients needed in order for them to reach their goals, um, which helped me create the programs with a lot more ease. So that was one of the biggest things that I did to help me scale. And it's one of the most important things you could do to help you scale if you have a similar business model to me too. Hey creators, I'm interrupting my own podcast episode because I have something to tell you that I know you're going to want to hear. If you are a content creator who wants to learn how to use social media to grow their influence, create consistent income, and to launch the business of their dreams, I can help you. I'm Jade Beeson. I'm a creator coach with eight years marketing experience, a first class honors degree in marketing, and I've helped thousands of content creators launch their careers and even go full time. I'm currently looking for new creators to help reach their goals. Now, these creators, they need to possess a few different things. So first of all, they need to be serious about turning their influence to income. They also need to be committed to creating amazing content, which adds value to their audience's lives. And they need to be ready for some serious growth. And I'm not just talking about growing online. I'm talking about growing their bank balance. I'm talking about growing and developing their mindset. I'm just talking about all round growth. So if you're ready to work with me, all you need to do is send me a DM with the word ready on Instagram. My Instagram name is jadebeeson, one word. And all you need to do is DM me with the word ready and we can chat about how we can work together. All right, let's speak soon on my Instagram. I'll leave you to get back to the episode. So the third tactic, which really helped me scale to multiple six figures is I doubled down on my content. So when I first started my business, um, I was predominantly on Instagram and YouTube and YouTube was like my core channel. It still really is my core channel to this day. Now, over time, when I realized that I needed to find more capacity in my schedule to actually be on more channels and create more content, um, I decided to branch out and I now am active across Instagram, YouTube, TikTok and Pinterest. I also have this podcast and I have a newsletter. So I'm now very, very active and I create and produce a lot of content. Now, when you are across more social media channels, when you are producing more content, you will naturally reach more people, especially when you do this properly. But in addition to that, when you're creating more content, even the people who are listening to you across multiple channels, they're not necessarily a new person you're reaching, they're an existing person you're reaching, you are deepening your relationship with that person. 
So let me speak about you in particular. So you listening to this podcast episode. If you follow me on Instagram or subscribe to my YouTube channel, maybe you sign up to my newsletter, maybe you have me on Pinterest. The fact that you listen to this podcast, which I'm very thankful for, by the way, um, paired with the fact that you might also see a YouTube video uploaded from me later on this week means that I now have the opportunity to speak to you twice this week. If I did not have this podcast, I may have only spoken to you through one piece of content on one social media channel. But because I have this, I've now got the opportunity to share value with you twice, right? So it really helps me build that know, like, and trust with you, which is incredibly important for all of us as content creators and entrepreneurs when it comes to our relationship with our audience. So when you are on more channels and you produce more content, it usually allows you to scale your business because it drives better results. Now, a huge significant caveat here is that it needs to be done properly. I genuinely tell all of my clients that you should only move on to another social media channel when you get to the stage where your existing social media channel feels easy for you to manage. And what that means is you've got a great content creation system where you create your content in batches, you schedule it out, and it's all shared on your channels with ease. But also you are naturally growing. So you are organically growing your following and it doesn't have to be by much. It can mean that you gain one follower a month that's totally fine as long as you are in the positive and you are growing every month and creating content doesn't feel hard anymore if you tick both of those boxes then it's time to move on right because then it's easy for you to continue to manage your old social channel and now divert some of your attention to trying to learn and grow on a new channel because your old channel is already so organized and is no longer difficult to manage if you don't follow that rule though, what you'll end up doing is being across multiple channels and not doing any of them properly because your focus will be so split that you will not be able to give any of the channels the attention that they deserve. So all of them feel difficult. You end up being inconsistent across all of them. You never truly understand how each of them work because they all work differently and it, they require a lot of your time and energy to really understand how they work in their own unique way. So with that in mind, whilst more channels and more content usually drives bigger results and helps you scale, you've got to do it the right way. Okay. And if you're at the stage where you're like, okay, I've ticked both of those boxes and I am ready to start a new channel and you want to learn how to start on TikTok or YouTube or whatever else it is, then head over to my YouTube channel if you haven't already, because there's so much useful content on there, which will help you grow on any social media platform. Last, but certainly not least, the last tactic that I use, which really helped me scale was focusing on social proof. Now, social proof, in case you're not familiar, is essentially any form of proof that you get from your previous customers or clients, which prove the effectiveness of whatever it is that you're selling, right? So in my example, it would be when I get testimonials from people who have joined my programs, when I get video testimonials, when I get direct messages from people saying that, you know, my content helped them. That's all a form of social proof. You are proving to your audience that your offers and your products or your services really work okay social proof is incredibly powerful because as humans we are far more likely to listen to another customer telling us that a brand is great versus listening to the brand tell us that their brand is great okay it just seems a lot more legit when someone else is telling it obviously a brand owner or a business owner is going to tell you that what they're selling is amazing but it doesn't necessarily mean that it is amazing however nine times out of ten when their customers or clients are telling you that what they're selling is amazing it usually means that it is amazing 
Therefore, social proof is imperative to all business owners and content creators when it comes to our ability to actually get more sales and conversions and even land more brand partnerships, whatever it is that we do to make income. It really increases our ability to do that when we have a lot of social proof. Now, with that being said, I definitely didn't pay enough attention to social proof when I first got started. And I still don't think I've mastered the art of gathering so social proof to this day. It's still something that I'm working on, but I'm, I'm getting better. But here are some things that I did which really helped me maximize the amount of social proof that I was getting from my previous clients. I reached out to people a lot more. I stopped expecting people to let me know when they've got results. And instead I had to actively ask people. And this made such a huge difference. I would email someone who I had a one-to-one -one with, you know, two months ago and say, hey, just checking in. How did you get on with the stuff we spoke about? And they would respond being like, oh my God, I grew by a thousand followers. Oh my God, I made 4,000 pounds in sales. And I never would have known any of that if I didn't reach out to them, right? So reaching out to people is really, really important. I actually worked with my marketing VA to create draft testimonials that my clients only had to approve. Now, the way that I did this, it was mostly for the Creators Club. I still do it now. In the Facebook group, if someone shares a win, I will forward it to my marketing VA. She will turn what that person has said into a testimonial. So it's normally very similar to what the Facebook post was. She will just reword it so it's more in a testimonial format. She will then email that person and say, hey, we've created a testimonial for you based on your recent post. We'd love to use it across these channels. Please, can you confirm if you're happy with it or if you'd like us to make any amends? Nine times out of 10, they will say, yeah, totally fine. And the rest of the time, they might want us to edit it ever so slightly. This has been incredibly useful because a lot of people don't like to write testimonials because they don't like writing and they don't feel confident writing. And I actually learned that after getting some feedback from a few of my clients. They were like, I'll give you a testimonial, but can someone else write it? Like, I just hate writing. And I was like, oh, that's totally fair. I get it too. I hate writing as well. I absolutely hate it. So I totally understand. So with that in mind, coming up with a process where my VA was able to, you know, create testimonials off the back of a few things that some clients had said really, really helped us when it came to how many testimonials we actually had available for us to use. Also, getting video testimonials. So this is something that I'm still working on. I've got a couple so far, but getting video testimonials has been incredible. It really is a deeper form of social proof. When someone is able to watch a video from a previous client, it adds a level of trust because they're seeing an actual person talk about their experience. And that is a lot more powerful than just reading a written testimonial. So those are a few things that you could get started with when it comes to your social proof strategy. And as always, just make sure you're sharing that social proof as much as you can. Another thing that I don't think I do enough, it's not enough just to gather the social proof, for it to truly have a huge impact on your business, you've got to share it. You've got to make sure that your audience can see it. Otherwise, it's just going to waste away. So that concludes my top four tactics or hacks, which really helped me scale to multiple six figures in my business. I really, really hope that this helps you. If it did, please, 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 can you leave me a review? It massively helps my podcast out. And also please share it with someone who you think would find this useful. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I cannot wait to speak with you again in my next episode. I will speak to you soon.